Yo, 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 yo. All right, all right, all right. Today is, um, I think it's 8 10, 2019, August the 10th, maybe the 11th. I'm not 100% sure. But today is the dawn of the 2019 2020 NFL season for the Oakland, the still Oakland Raiders soon to be Las Vegas Raiders and they're playing the Rams the Los Angeles Rams the soon to be uh, by themselves Rams because I think their stadium is being built as well or should be done I don't know I don't really know uh, I don't know if they're still buddying up with the Chargers and sh- sharing the stadium I don't think they ever were. I think the Rams were playing at the Coliseum while the Chargers were playing at StubHub Field or some bullshit. Um, Either way, either way. The NFL season officially kicks off tonight. And I would just like to take a quick moment to say that on Twitter, I was following a lot of Raider Nation uh, people's like months ago and I no longer am now because Raider Twitter is nothing but a bunch of bitches uh, and and fucking morons and fucktards what do I mean by that do I actually hate the people no do I actually interact with the people absolutely not no more and I have my reasons the main reason being is seemingly Every Raider Nation Twitter person basically down talks the team a lot. They also fight with each other like a lot. And not just fighting like, yo bro, like chill. Derek Carr is the quarterback. Leave him alone. No, they start fucking going after each other and their families. And I don't, I, I mean, Social media for me is supposed to be just something I casually browse. Uh, like the memes, you know, you see a funny video, things of that nature. If you're going to be arguing online, take that shit to Facebook where I'm not on, which is why I left Facebook. And which is why I don't really care to be a part of Raider Twitter anymore. Um... Uh, and seemingly, like, I can't, you can't get a break. If you follow any person that's a Raider Twitter, that all day long, that's all they talk about is Raiders. Now, that is cool if you want to follow, like, the Oakland Raiders actual Twitter, but not some random Joe Blow who's making a big deal about fucking who missed training camps. It doesn't mean this. Like, like, nah, dog. Like, if I want to get that kind of news, I watch ESPN. Yeah, it's cool to see, like, the highlights of the Raiders. Like, some, sometimes they post highlights. But, you know, that's only far and few in between. Most of the time they spend on online arguing uh, with each other. And that's kind of a drag. So it's kind of why I no longer fuck with them. I actually had to take out of my little bio Raiders, Dodgers, and Lakers. Because the Dodgers are winning right now. But when they're losing, they start chirping. And the Lakers Twitter, the same the same thing. Sports Twitter in general is that way. And I'm like, 
you get a fucking life, bro. Like, that shit re- is reserved for the fucking birds. I chirp somewhere else. But anyways. Yeah, today is the start of the official Raiders campaign. We got, like, fucking 20 weeks to go. You know, it's a long time. But, you know, the first little pieces of the puzzle get into place now and they start going forward. Now, what do I expect of the Raiders this year and what do I expect of them going forward? As I stated, when John Gruden came in and they fired Del Rio, they only had like two years left in Oakland. And I and I felt that they were not going to win the championship in these two years. And it was going to take two years to get set up in Vegas. You know, with the iron out all the wrinkles. Uh, any team that moves, I don't think they move and they're immediately successful. It's just the way the course of the NFL is. And it takes a couple of years, two, three years. The Rams nearly won the Super Bowl in year two. Could the Raiders have that kind of a, a, you know, a season, two years into Vegas, three years? Yes, absolutely, of course. As a matter of fact, I expect it. But this season in particular, Oakland is like, there's just a mere presence in Oakland. There's nothing more. I read a report the other day Mark Davis was talking shit about The Oakland A's front office And also You know The Oakland City Council But I mean He's not wrong And he's He's not He's absolutely not right But he's not absolutely not wrong What I mean is You know The politics of it all You know They want to build a new stadium But they, they were attached with the Oakland A's They were splitting things The Oakland A's just, I don't think they see the need to. And I don't even know what's going to happen to the Oakland A's because once the Raiders are gone, you know that stadium becomes fully theirs. But it's that stadium is dated. When I mean dated, it's dated. Um, but yeah, I mean they they had the Raiders that have to overcome not only the city, but have to overcome the A's, had to overcome the Warriors leaving. You know. The area itself, I mean, the East Bay is just, you know, it's not a tourist destination like San Francisco is or Santa Clara or San Diego, but in San Diego don't have a team no more, but, or Los Angeles. Oakland is just not on anybody's map to like, hey, I'm going to take a trip and spend two weeks in Oakland. And, oh, you know what? There's a football game. I'll buy a ticket or two. And go or buy four tickets for the family. It's just not something you do. So they had to overcome. You'd have to overcome a lot just on the basis of what's there as it is. And then, you know, you got to overcome literally years of bad football as well. I mean, there's internal. Raiders problems as well. Years of bad football, years of bad money. Um, we people often forget we've only had a general manager now for a few seasons, and I mean a few, like I mean four or five now. Like, and then we fired one. You know, new coaching. I mean, there's a lot of internal Raider issues that have to be ironed out and get on a steady path. Um, 
So yeah, looking forward to this season. Uh, I mean, the the schedule is absolutely atrocious. If we go eight and eight, I would see that as an absolute win, an absolute victory. I would see that as a great building block going forward. Are we gonna have another twelve and four season or eleven and five? Absolutely not. Not as we're leaving Oakland. No. Uh, the just the politics of it all are. Oakland don't want the Raiders there no more. The Raiders don't want to be in Oakland anymore. You know, the stadium's already three-quarters of halfway or three-quarters of the way built. Uh, Pretty much the NFL is banking on the Raiders moving in in a big way because the stadium is going to get a Pro Bowl, like, immediately. A Pro Bowl or a Super Bowl, immediately. And I think going forward... They're probably going to have the Pro Bowl there every other couple of years. Like the Vegas, like I said, Vegas is a huge, huge tourist destination. Does it rival LA? No, not in the sense that it's got the Hollywood-esque factor to it, the, the stars, the star power. But it is a huge, major global tourist destination. Uh, not Not just for gambling, but for other reasons. So, yeah. Of course, the NFL was like, we're going to green light any team that wanted to go to Vegas. And it just so happened to be the Raiders. And the Raiders are going to make the desert their home now for a long time to come. And, you know, it's just going to be a spot, you know. The Dolphins are the only team that put up a fight against it going, them going. And rightfully so, because it's going to take, it's going to take their Pro Bowl every other couple years away from them while the Raiders stadium will have it probably I think we're going to get a Super Bowl I think that's the that's the thing every new stadium that's built automatically gets a Super Bowl down the road and so the Raiders are going to get a, uh, in their stadium a Super Bowl played in the next four or five or six years something like that and I think the NFL wants to be there because it's hot it's Vegas the, the NFL do not have to worry about Accommodating freeways, airplanes, hotels, food, entertainment. No. Vegas is already set up in such a fashion to where they accommodate masses of people descending on their land and spending the money. That's just just one thing. Like, the Tennessee Titans, you know, good football team, but can they really handle the Super Bowl? You know, can the Super Bowl really be played there? think so but you never know you know Green Bay Packers I, mean, I don't know when the Super Bowl ever going to take place in Green Bay I'd like to see the Super Bowl played in snow but the NFL don't really want that um, there's just things you know things that happen that way the NFL don't really want that kind of stuff they don't want to have the Super Bowl in Pittsburgh in the frozen tundra they just don't want it they want it indoors they want it where the fans can walk outside Drink up the beer, you know, take pictures with people, you know, and have an experience. And this is why they've gone to Arizona, why they've gone to, you know, all these other places. Santa Clara, I think, for a Super Bowl. That's just what it is. Like, you know, that's just what it is. That's what the NFL wants. But the Raiders, 8-8. Eight eight, you know, 
and I'm gonna dig into this a little bit further because I'm right now I'm just getting to work, but I'm gonna go ahead and dig into this a little bit later today before the preseason game kicks off and get things into motion as far as you know discussing the Raiders. I may even do a little bit after the Raiders game because I would like to talk about what I see. But either way, uh, I'll pick this back up here momentarily. Yo, yo. So, all right. Let's get into this Raider discussion a little bit more. Uh, The game's actually on, but I'm not watching it. Uh, Ran a little bit late at work. But I'm going to go catch Devin and catch the second half. And I just see what's up with the game a little bit. Maybe I'll catch a little bit before halftime. And catch the highlights at halftime. And then I'll do a little quick review of what I see or what the score is. Or, I don't know, just talk a little bit of Raider football scene as... It's officially, officially Raider season. What I want to talk into, because it wasn't... Uh, I was kind of distracted. But the Raider, what I feel is the Raiders overall, I feel like a 7-9, and 8-8, eight and eight, even a 9-7 and seven team moving. Getting to a new spot is optimal. But where do I get see those wins? I don't know, man. We could very easily go like 4-12 and 12 again. Or 5-11, and 11, like very easily. This year, in particular for the Raiders, is going to test their... And it just it's just a grueling test because there's a, like a solid like month and a half or almost two months where there's not a home game. And it's kind of hard. I mean, I've never been required of a job where it's like, hey, every week we're going to play in a different part of the world. Or different part of the United States, you know, like. So I imagine you go, you fly, you land, you play, you fly back, you practice for a day or two. I mean, there is no, there's no um, family time is at a minimum, and I get a lot of basketball, and not to, you know, like downplay or you know. Or upplay the importance of time to be at home. But if you get to be at home for two weeks, see the kids and then take off for two weeks and then come back for two weeks. I mean, it's a different thing than taking off and seeing your kids just minimally, minimally for like almost two months. Well, it, but there's a bye week in there. So maybe, you know, it's not quite exactly two months. But it's neither, you know, that's... There's just a... And we the Raiders get hit with that immediately. You know, immediately, it's just that's how it is in the beginning of the season. Like, I think we play two or three games at home and then they're just gone. Um, but yeah, the eight and eight would be a great launching point for the Raiders in Vegas. And I kind of hope that the Raiders go eight and eight and you know, at least leave a good, a good enough of a goodbye for the city of Oakland. Um, but like I say, it's very easy to get four and twelve. On the winning side of it, if the, I mean, it's unless John Gruden is going to turn Derek Carr into the next Tom Brady, and Antonio, this stuff with Antonio Brown, and not that there's any drama with him, but that Antonio, that this whole Antonio Brown thing just kind of dies off 
And not that like he's career or anything, but I, as a fan of the Raiders and a fan of just football in general, like it's a lot of static out there right now. And every seemingly right now, I don't know because of hard knocks or because of, and I ain't watching hard knocks because I don't really care to watch it um, at all. I've never watched the hard knocks episode. I don't really care to watch it. Give me the Hard Knocks actual game footage. Uh, Anyways. All this static around. He's going to retire. He's missing preseason. He's missing this, that. Uh, He doesn't want to play. He's he's a diva. All of that static nonsense. For me, on my part. Like. It's kind of standard. Every season. Every year. Some player is just dominating the offseason headlines. Whether it's Ray Rice, it's Colin Kaepernick, whether it's Cam Newton for whatever reason, it's Peyton Manning, it's Tom Brady, it's AB, it's Khalil Mack, it's you know Aaron Rodgers and company, it's Nick Foles and co- I mean it, like seemingly every year there's a different player or two where like the media just not Tim Tebow a few quite a few years back, uh, Johnny Manziel, where the media just eats it, they just gobble it up. And right now, like like I said, they haven't nobody's even played football. Like, oh fucking k! Like, let's play some fucking football, and then it's yeah. If we start off zero and three. Then I mean maybe yeah. I guess you can start chirping. Uh, I guess, but. To me, it's just a lot of static noise out there. And I kind of like... I myself try to ignore it. Because I don't really... To me... Sports in general... Number one, it's supposed to be... And I get football is more tough guy mentality. But sports in general are just something you do for fun. Um, For instance, when you're outside playing ball, you know, baseball with your kid, you're tossing the ball back and forth. I mean, you're not trying to strike out your kid. You're not trying to fucking throw him a 94 mile an hour curveball. Just tossing it back and forth casually. Um, soccer, you know, playing, throwing the football, shooting some hoops with your... These are sports that people do physical activities that was just to do just for fun. Like, And then they evolved and they're like, okay, well, I got better players. We can do it competitively. But it's still, you got to have the base play, the base knowledge of this is fun. Because these are not things that they did for survival. There ain't no survival aspect of it. It's not like you got to hunt, like sport fishing or sport hunting. It's not like that. Yeah, that's an actual skill. If you can go and take down uh, an antelope with just a spear, maybe an arrow... Yeah, I would give you some, like, mad props. That's like, I don't know if I could do that myself right now. I mean, I guess I could learn, but, I mean, it'd take me a while. You know, but, it, but like, basketball is a fun sport. It's something that you play when you're a kid. You find out, you know, you're pretty good at it. You played in high school and you played in a little bit of college. And if you're really, really good and you're really, really outstanding, you get the opportunity to play for a professional team that's going to pay you money to do something that 
you would do anyways because you were having fun. Now, football is a little bit more aggressive. Like, they would want you a little bit more fine-tuned than that. Like, you got to be, you know, football is the gridiron. You know, it's all the gnarly worlds you, you associate inside the lines and, you know, tackle football and you got to get after the quarterback and things of like that. You got to put him on the ground, put a helmet on him. Like, yeah, it is a more an aggressive sport, but it does not necessarily mean that it's not a sport. Now, keeping that in mind, a sports, it's supposed to be fun. Like, I, you know, taking this shit that seriously is a drag on anybody's, you know, anybody's fucking... It's just a fucking drag. Like I said, I'm just hoping... I'm just a fan. You know, I'm just hoping that we get an 8-8. Eight and eight. Like, that would be a great... Like I said, we go 8-8, eight and eight, and then we go 8-8, eight and eight, maybe 9-7, maybe 10-6 and six next year in Vegas, and then make the big Super Bowl run year two, year, year three into it. That is what I, I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for at least a Super Bowl appearance or two and at least... A Super Bowl win or two out of these now nine years left of John Gruden's, you know, maybe I and if he wins too, I mean, he can just coach until he's good and damn well done with coaching or just whatever. Like he could just be, he could just tri- pr- uh, transition into the general manager at that point. Who knows? Or maybe even a part owner. Uh, but yeah, like I kind of that's what I kind of see for the Raiders, you know. Like I said, to me, to me, watching football is fun. It's, I, I'm just a fan of football, and like, I just want them to get out there and play. Like, it seems like okay, OBJ. Like for for me myself, I don't like his antics as much as the other guy, but it doesn't bother me. Like, he's out there punching the, you know, the kicker's net. Like, to me, that was kind of it was corny. But it's not he it to me it's not he's a team destroyer. Trade him, you know, he needs to cut his hair, none of that, like or that with the heavy undertone of it, you know, people doing that, like get him off the team. It's like, okay, you could just say you just don't like people out of line like that. It could be maybe you're racially inclined or maybe you're just like you're just thinking fucking football is some fucking life or death scenario, like as if football was how man beat uh, the silverback apes, you know, a million years ago. No, stupid. They didn't line them up and we went out the apes. This is not Planet of the Apes. Football is fun. Like, yo, it's you put your best guys there, I'll put my best guys, and we'll see who's, we'll see who's good. We'll see who's not. I mean, we'll see what's up. You know, we'll get at it. You know, but, you know, to me... OBJ on the field and even sometimes a little bit off the field you know this crazy hairstyle to me his stuff on the field is golden uh, when you watch when you watch him when you watch Aaron Rodgers throwing Hail Marys to end the game from like seven years that's something Aaron Rodgers is playing Madden in real life like ain't nobody else chucking up 70 yard bombs but Aaron Rodgers 
And that's not something I would even do Even in Madden Because I'm like I'm almost guaranteed I'm throwing an interception I just know I just know Even if playing as The Raiders Even if I was playing My nephew with Or you know Somebody like 10 years old That ball's probably 95 to 98% of the time Being picked Even on Madden And you got Aaron Rodgers Chucking him at the end of games Like he's hit I don't know He's hit a few of those That I've seen Uh That shit's dope Like I'll see the highlights of that You know Running You know I still watch Brian Dawkins Absolutely leveling Reggie Bush You know That's one of my most favorite plays Just because He He whacked Reggie Bush He took his soul Uh Reggie Bush recovered They won a Super Bowl But I mean That hit was just he don't want to see Brian Dawkins maybe ever again in his life. <laughs> uh, you know, I like punt returns. I like uh, pick sixes. Those things are crazy. You just there's not something that happen often, uh, and they just go with it, man. I mean, to me, those are that's the dope part of watching football, like watching those kind of things. So yeah, I mean, as I mean, it's fun, but they, the way they get going on with the static noise. About AB to me is a kind of a drag right now, so I'm not paying attention too much to it. I'm just like, you know what? Uh, from the outside looking in, and just from what I've seen, AB is a baller. He balled out for the Steelers, and he's gonna ball out for a season or two or three for the Raiders. Uh, that's all there is to it. I mean, I think he's about his business. Uh, you know, he's about his. He's, you know, there would be no more. You got to look at it like this. And I, it happens in real life where, you know, you're dating somebody, right? You're out there with your wife. You're out there with your husband or your your long-term partner four or five years in. And boom, they tell you, you know what? We're not going to fucking. We're not doing this thing that we've been doing for four or five years anymore. You know what? We're uh, we're just going to, you know, do it this way now. Like it could be anything. Like you know what? You need to lose twenty pounds. And your lover is like, and you look at your lover like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah, yeah, gonna die and lose twenty pounds right now, or we're gonna have problems. And some people will be like, okay, but you know. Like, where was this conversation? Like, hey, let's work out together. Let's get into shape. You can't just demand things of people out of nowhere. And I kind of see that with the Steelers in AB. Like, they started demanding him to do things. And it's like, hey, man, like, you know what? You know, that's just not the way to do things. And I think the Steelers really didn't want him to have his identity. But he had his own identity before that. Uh... Either way, he's come to the Raiders. You know, you break up with your girlfriend after four years. You get on with another girl. There'd be nothing more satisfactory in your world than to watch your ex-partner derail and crash and flame out and you win it all with your new one. You know what I mean? And then to have have your ex, you know, be, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's how that's how I think AB is his mindset. Like you know what, 
I might just win one with the Raiders. If not, I'll get them to at least maybe a Super Bowl run. You know what? And I'll show the Steelers. Like, you guys fucked up. You know? Turn Derek Carr into the... You know, prove to everybody that... And he don't got nothing to prove. But he would like nothing more than just to slap the, the Steelers organization in the face. Turning Derek Carr into an MVP candidate. And him having an MVP season as well. And lighten up the scoreboard. And then, yeah, possibly winning a championship or, you know, making a solid run at it. You know, that's what that's what's in them a lot of minds to a lot of people. Like, when they switch, when that when that happens, when the situation that happened with A.B. in Pittsburgh goes down. Like, so, yeah, I think he's going he's going to play. It's not that he's just going to give up and call it quits. No. Um, there's a lot of hoopla out there. Like I said, a lot of people chirping, turning into dragging it. Dragging in uh, AB and the Raiders in the mud as if we're not used to it. I'm used to it. I mean, been been dragged in the mud by every fucking San Diego Charger fan, uh, the entire NFL fan base. The Patriots have drugged me through the mud. You know, like, okay, you're dragging me through the mud again, but sooner or later, it may not be this year, it may not be 10 years from now, but sooner or later, the Raiders can get back to where they were. It's not going to be one of these things where, like, the Raiders are going to go extinct and that was it. No. The Raiders are going the right direction. Just a matter of time before the right direction is the direction to the to the Super Bowl and, and to a win. Um, but, yeah, that, I, I kind of hope, like I said, for an 8-8 eight eight going into Vegas. So the, the Raiders have a tall task. They're going to get to it. I'm about myself about 20, 25 minutes from home, so I'll probably catch the second half, hopefully. And, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully offensively, the Raiders are well. Defensive, defensively, we still got some question marks. But if the offense can keep the other team's offense off the field... Then that gives time to button down the defense. I mean, it's a team sport. If the offense doesn't produce and the defense is out there two-thirds of the game, well, yeah, you're going to get scored on. Any team is just going to score on you if they get 20 chances at the ball or 15 chances at the ball versus 10. Or, you know, get 16 chances with the ball versus 9 chances with the ball. Or whatever, you know. Some teams milk a whole quarter on, like, a whole drive. And it's like, damn, like, we're not even going to see the ball. You know, time of possession plays a big factor in a lot of games. There's some teams that possess the ball and only come up with three points. And they lose the game and you're not get that. But John Gruden and Derek Hart looked like they had some pieces working late last season to score points. And it actually started transitioning into you know some momentum so yeah i think we're gonna put points so yeah hopefully you know if we can control the ball and we, then the defense is a little bit fresher and they're a little bit more you know time to dial it in on certain things you know we went all last year without a pass rush i think that changes this year uh and even if it doesn't like i said the offense will pick up some slack so we'll be able to rush the quarterback, you know, do some more, you know, exotic 
blitzes. So, yeah, it, I think some pieces are going to work together now a little bit better. Like I said, I'm just hoping for a, a decent season. You know, nothing. I don't got no high hopes. We're moving. That's just what it is. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go home right now. I'll watch again. I'll get back to you with what I see, you know, as the first Raiders fucking preseason Raiders action is finally underway been underway I think about almost an hour now so I'm gonna uh and I should have caught it but I got caught up at work but like I said I'm gonna watch the second half so we Gucci I'm gonna just turn it on watch a little bit of it and then be in touch with you guys and let you know what I what I feel about it or what I see I think it's from the people looking for a job you know I don't know who's gonna be I don't even know who our third string quarterback is. I really don't even know who's our second string quarterback, to be honest with you. I know we've got Derek Carr, and I think we have uh, who, the f- who the fuck else is a quarterback? I don't even know. I'm gonna find some of this shit out when I get there. Um, I know Josh Abram has been making a lot of noise in the training cab. Um. So has our drafted running back. Everybody's in like Sam. Uh, we got some things. I mean, I don't. Did we get in? Yeah, AB is the big free agent we got, but I still don't know fully who's on the roster. I know I think Gabe Jackson went down with the sprain. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyways, I'll get back to you guys shortly here. Yo. All right, so here's part three of the little episode, Raiders football. Um, I watched the game yesterday. I actually showed up before halftime. Remember I was telling you I didn't know if I was going to be there before halftime or uh, right around halftime. But I, I was there, like, most of the second quarter. I actually got to see, I think it's Mike Glennon. I actually think he is part of the, he used to be part of, I want to say the Buccaneers or whatever, but that motherfucker threw two picks, one in the red zone, which is kind of awful. He looked okay going up and down the field, but, well, I mean, not even, I mean, he threw two, two picks, but I mean, this is the preseason, I don't give a shit. Uh, I didn't see Washington score his touchdown, but I seen the highlights of it. Um, what do I look at in the preseason? I actually just want to get used to the players that are going to be playing. And I know the starters don't really play, but the starters, you kind of know who they are. Like, I know we got Antonio Brown. I know we got Derek Carr. We got so many people, you know. And then it's good to see, like, all the people that shuffle around that you don't really pay attention to. Or just the new faces, the rookies, Renfro. Um, yeah, we had a couple of new uh, new characters. Doss uh, really stood out. I mean, a couple of players really stood out to me. But I don't, you know, Peterman. Is he our answer? No, but I think he's going to make the team. Uh, he's mobile. And... I just think if you can get a guy that can run, you know, it's not a new school, but you look at what 
they're doing with the Chiefs and Mahomes. Mahomes is accurate. He's mobile, and then he can just—he's a quarterback. He's a gamer. Peterman can be like a Mahomes version three, like not as accurate, not as physically gifted, but he could probably do some of those things. Like he can run. Obviously, he ran for 51 yards yesterday. Um, so he might make it. I mean, we might carry three quarterbacks, uh, or at least figure out a solid two. Uh, but the the Raiders wanted, I believe it was 14-3. Um, I fully, in my whole heart, believe that that was a good practice win. I mean, the preseason is just a giant extended training camp version of like, okay, well, let's see what you got against players who else are trying to see what the other teams got. I mean, it's just what it is. I feel like somebody honked at me. But, yeah, I mean, they played well. I mean, the Raiders look. It's the only preseason game they have at home. Bummer. Uh, I seen the interview with Derek Carr. Uh, the penalties. We have not figured out penalties yet. So, I mean, that's going to hamper us most of the season. Again. Um, and, yeah, I mean... Like I said, they won. They had over 400 yards of, I think, offense, and they kept the Rams under 200, which is kind of good. It should have been more points. It should have been. We should have had 21. We should have put 21 on them. Um, like I said, they are picking the red zones, unfortunately. Yeah, or at least it should have been 17-3. I mean, you know, those are points. When you're looking at a real game, like, damn, I wish we could have those back. Like, that was a, that was ugly picking the red zone. Like, that is just ugly. But he just got time to turn it around, so maybe he'll turn, blend in, will turn it around. Um, like I said, I didn't see the first quarter, so I don't know. I didn't see the opening drive. But I see most of the game, I mean, I, I saw the sack in there. I don't know who got the sack in the third quarter. Um, yeah, I mean, it just was good to see the Raiders on TV. They were on TV for me, so of course I was going to watch it. Um, of course I was going to watch it. You know, so I was like, yeah, hell yeah, like, Raiders on TV, you know. Yeah, it was good. It was good to see the boys back in action. Um, I don't know who we play next. I think we actually play Green Bay next. I'm not exactly sure. But either way, I mean, from here on out until next February, we got football. So how far the Raiders go is up to the Raiders. Um, And we're just, you know, chilling, you know. Just we're out here now. The season is starting. It's underway. Let's get some. I would like. To do the preseason two and two, uh, I think Derek Carr needs to get some reps. AB needs to get some reps. You know, with the team, just everybody needs to get some, some in. And I know Antonio Brown is a hot subject, but you know, it would be good to get him out there and at least dim down the the noise, trim the static a little bit. Get out there, and I would like to see him pop off like a 30-yard reception, burn a corner. 
you know, just so it reminds everybody like, hey, he's not to be trifled with. And they mentioned it a little bit on the on the broadcast. You know, AB changes the complexity of the Raiders' offense entirely. Last year, Amari wasn't producing. Or maybe he was just downhearted. I don't know. You know, and defenses really could just man up everybody else and not let load up the box and just not let the Raiders move. And to much to the Raiders' credit, they actually moved a little bit. But now we got a premier top, honestly, top five, if not top three receivers. I mean, I don't know who you put ahead of them. Julio, uh, AJ Green. I mean, I don't know who you got ahead of AB. OBJ, maybe. You know, there's not very many names ahead of AB. We got the top receiver. And dangerous, you can't just, I don't believe you can just put AB man to man. And honestly, double covering him is not wise either. You're going to have to shade an entire half of the field towards him. Um, you know, just to say they're going to have to know where, you have to know where he is at all times. There's no, not possible that you can just let him man to man or even, you know, simple double coverage, you know, one under, one over. You're going to have somebody over there, if the quarterback even looks his way, the guy is going to have to be zooming, like take that one step you know, the free safety back or the strong safety in the back and have to, you know, hold his ground and get out that way and, you know, watch for AB. So, yeah, he's going to – he opens up a lot for everybody else. Um, Derek is accurate. And I just think if they're not loading up the box, they're going to buy – they just bought another second or two in the pocket just from Antonio Brown being on the field. And then not only that, I think the, the receivers get a, a half a step, maybe more, a full step, um, you know, free, free real estate, free land to operate and run routes. You know, that's just what it is. And they're probably going to put AB one side and bunch up the receivers on the other or stack all four of them on one side. You know, you never know how these things play out. Like, the job is to confuse the defense, and there's no better way to confuse it if three, two or three guys got to go to AB side, and you got two or three other guys running routes right near him. Like, well, everybody's going to get confused where to go, who's covering who. You know, you can run crossing routes all damn day, and people be confused. I mean, people forget that that's what the Steelers do. Uh, run deep crossing routes, um, you know. Just let Ben find the open guy, you know, or the underneath guy, which is the case often. He would find the tight end. That helps everybody, you know. So we'll see. Like I said, the Raiders played well. I thought I watched it. I mean, it was kind of kind of lackluster the last, I don't know, five minutes. But it was great to see, you know, the stadium up and going. Great to see, you know, just shit happening. So... That's it for my Raiders podcast, you guys. Uh, season's officially underway, and we we in it. We in it now. Like, we rolling. We rolling now. Raiders season is 
upon us. Couldn't be more excited. Couldn't be more... Couldn't be more ready for the season and all the drama and all the Raider Nation to just get back to football. You know, we're deep in the season for... Uh, deep in the season for... For baseball, so that's around the corner to the playoffs. So we'll see how it goes, guys. Uh, the next episode, I'm trying to get out to go see Hobbs and Shaw. I've heard rumors now that it sucks. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what's up with that. But I hopefully it doesn't suck. I'm trying to see that next week. I got my mom's birthday coming up. So there's a number of things happening next week. So this is next week's episode will happen. It'll happen with a bang. So. Catch you guys later. Peace.